What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's up to you to try and figure out if you want to get them that. So. What is the one thing that they want? I mean, you know. I think this is like supposed to be in the reverse. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And reality is uh, all they want is some nah. coochie. Uh-uh. Vagina. No, I'm sure. Cooter mama. Cooter mama. Whatever so. you choose. Silly as hell. Anyways. Welcome, 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 guys. Oh, he was recording. You ain't shit. To the Two Awkward Millennials podcast, I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. Ha, 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 ha. And I am KC, and the place to be in that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What it do? What's going on, good people? How y'all doing this week? I hope you guys are all doing well, trapping out the bando, living your absolute best motherfucking life, and doing all the things that, you know, you were supposed to do. Walking in your purpose, if you will. Is that still a thing? I know that was big, like, a couple years ago, but is that, is that still, like, a thing? Is everyone purposeful? Like... No. I don't think you can say Not that. in a good way. No, okay. Yeah, because there's some scumbags for sure out here. All you fuckboy ass niggas, no, I don't have no purpose. But to ruin the lives of innocent women. But that's a purpose. Like me. I'm saying they don't have, but you said a, a, a negative and positive purpose. A positive, I mean, their purpose isn't positive. Their purpose is trash, to be trash bags. Because I was thinking about that. I'm like, if we, if you think about it, like the, we operate in a world of like, even though most things are in a gray area. It's like without the extremes and the outliers, without something being very good, you have nothing to compare it to. So you wouldn't really know that someone is a really good person if you didn't never come across a really horrible person. I mean, that's probably uh, the reason why a lot of the stuff that goes on actually goes on because nobody knows. It's extremes. Yeah. Like, you meet a really great girl, you're not going to appreciate her until somebody fuck you up. And you like, damn, she it was a great girl because I met some trash-ass bitches after her. Or it could work in the reverse way where you had trash. And yeah, you, you didn't somebody. realize how bad it was, so you had something good. Yeah, and go both ways. Right, but you still, like, had PTSD. So, Or even, like, with food. Like, you could eat something that's really gross. So you didn't know it was nasty until you had something that actually tastes good. You're like, I feel completely differently now. Extremes. Yeah. Extremes is the basis of where we uh how we get like Level. what we like and don't like and how we address stuff. Anyways, that was a random ass tangent I went on for no fucking reason. I don't even know how I got there, to be honest with you. Me either. Cool. Well now that we all are in agreement of that, <laughs> fuck you very much. Like I said, hope you guys are all my ringer's not off. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, hope you enjoyed your weekend. <laughs> How was your weekend, Hendrix? Uh, today was warm, which was surprising. It was a really nice. It was like 60 degrees. Which was very surprising. I walked out the house and was shocked. Um, yeah, but, you know, other than that, I did a little shopping. Did a little Christmas shopping. Cool. What you give me? Did I little, didn't see you in my list. I'm going to say Don't. Um, I am. <laughs> did a little self-retail uh, <laughs> therapy. 
Um, other than that, I missed, uh, skipped out on work. I didn't miss work. I skipped out. Uh, we'll try and regain that next week straight for this week. But nothing is pretty uh, uneventful weekend for me. How about you? How was your How was your week? You know, me and Casey go through these little phases and, and things. Like uh, some weeks she like gets on my nerves all week. Like what? Monday through Sunday, she gets on my nerves. Totally and then different. other weeks, it's like I might speak to her like twice. So that was this week. So I really don't know how your week was. I'm honestly in a place where I'm not talking at all to anyone. No, I'm just playing. Honestly, it really depends. Like, um, I really haven't been doing shit but sleeping and working. Like, I go to work, I come home, I go to sleep. Literally, like, I have, don't turn the TV on. I don't attempt to do anything else. I just come home and go to sleep. That's literally, like, been my life for the, the all of last week, for sure. But um, this weekend, though, I started uh, doing Uber Eats and DoorDash. So I was doing that. Um, I, did a little, I started on Thursday, but I only did one on Thursday because I just have to, you know, get my feet wet. So I did one Thursday, and I was doing it all night on uh, Friday. and started, like, all day. Like, I started early in the day and was doing that shit to, like, the uh, evening, early evening, like, 9, 10 o'clock at night. So that was cool. I mean, the money is, to me, good because I was just, like, you kind of feel like you're chilling. Like, it's kind of relaxing. You just drive around. I listen, usually either listen to music or listen to podcasts, drive around, drop a few people with their food off, and keep it fucking pushing. And so you just watch the money rack up. Honestly, so mm-hmm. it's in that regard, it's kind of cool, and it's something for me to do to get out the house because I really don't do shit to be completely honest with y'all. Like, woof. I went out yesterday because it was one of my good friends' uh, birthday. Uh, my friend Dominique, shout out to you, girl. It was her birthday, and uh, we went to the casino, and she had a room down there, and we went to the bar, and I proceeded to get fucked up. Um, but I didn't did realize. You die? Yes. Yes, I did. I don't, like, honestly, I really don't know what happened. I do know what happened, but I don't. Like, I got, uh, you know, it's a BYOB situation, obviously. So, I got, like, a half a pint of Patron. I already know Pat and Ryan, my two favorite people. And I got me a half pint of Patron, drunk that, took some shots or whatever. I went with my whole kit, had my lemon squeeze, my salt in my purse. I'm always ready if you want. That is the most ratchet shit I've yes, ever heard Yes, and if of. you, <laughs> if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, Okay. They like you got your salt and everything. Yes, that is yes, and yeah, yeah. like that was my first time hanging out with her, like and her friends, and so it was cool. Her friends was cool. It was it was a good little vibe. We had great energy, had a good time. Drunk that whole half pint. We went to the bar. This really friendly guy and his wife brought bought us like three rounds of like Moet glasses of Moet, and baby, I don't really drink champagne like that, but I'm assuming that's what led to my death. That should champagne at the end because this is the thing. Alcohol in all capacities, even like some wine to me, don't fucking taste good. So when I when I'm eating or drinking something, I'm like I just like chug it with drinks drinks. Right. So champagne don't necessarily taste good to me. So I'm not gonna sip that shit. I just want to get it over with. And so I chugged it, all three of them, and uh, I think that's what led to my demise. Cause I do not remember shit. Like shout out to her. The fact she had a room because I stayed there, but I don't remember everybody leaving. 
I don't remember getting back to the room. I don't remember nothing. I died 12 times. I even driving home this morning. Like I wasn't drunk, but I felt like shit. Like I was like hunched over in my car the whole time driving, just trying to make a way. Jesus. I came home, made a pallet on my floor and just tried to recover. It was rough. Like I haven't been that drunk in a long ass time. Jesus. Yeah, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls. But I, mean, I wasn't even drunk then. Like, I didn't feel like that then. Well, clearly, I don't remember the end of the night. Hmm. But I, never, I haven't had a hung, hangover like that in a very long time. But I did have fun, though. Starting to get old out here, man. Oh, yeah, no. I'm old as shit. But I had a great time. Again, with the texting. I text everybody drunk. I think I was texting people. I woke up to them and I'm like, oh, no, no. What is this? Uh, but anyways. Hmm. That sounds very unfortunate. Oh God, no! Oh shit! I don't be saying shit. I just be like people. I don't even talk. Cause I don't talk to people. So it was like I just. I think I, I don't know if it's something I do when I'm drunk. Or I just go to my phone like, hey, 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 because I just want something to do. Because I don't even be talking about shit. Like it ain't like I'm trying to get like fucked or nothing. Like I don't be doing shit. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying because that's what most people do. Like, once you're drunk, you're trying to hook up. I don't even be on that shit. I just be bothering niggas. Like, I don't even want nothing. Like, talk to me, nigga. That's that's that was a surprising statement that you made. I'm sorry, caught me off guard. Sorry, that's all. Sorry, but yeah, like I be trying to get fucked. I mean, like I'm trying to like because you know you know it's a different kind of you know what I'm saying. Whoa. It's a different kind of what? It's because most of the time, if you drunk and you hitting somebody up, you itch on some fuck shit. But I really just want people to talk to me. Mm, about 80, 80%. What? 80% of the time, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Most of the time, you're not about to just be like, I just really just be bored. I'm like, what y'all have? I mean, it kind of depends on the person. Yeah. I like, think everybody has like a drunk person. I be calling everybody. No, the only person I really call is Hendrix. To most of the time to help me get home, to talk me through it. Most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes he be on bullshit. So. <laughs> okay. But that's pretty much it. All right. I expect that week was cool. Everything's great. So um, you do any Christmas shopping? Like I got my Secret Santa gift so far. I still have to get for my dad and my stepmom. But no, so y'all only got to buy them gifts. I did put my um my boob job on my Christmas list, mm. so I don't know if anybody's gonna get it for me. Good luck with that. Yeah, probably not. But if any of you guys want to do it, my uh, cash app is Kinesi. Thanks. I think I don't know exactly how much it costs, but if I'm quoting Young Miami properly, she said five five grand. So let's start there, and then work our way up. Mm. What do you think? Well, we have somewhere to start with Young Miami. Oh, okay. Where? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a plenty. <laughs> she said it so confidently, too. You can't hate her. Can't be mad at that her. That was even more reason to hate her. Mm-hmm. It's your girl, Young Miami. I'll be in it's a Plenty, Michigan. I'm like, what? You're going to be where? <laughs> That shit was funny. And, like, honestly, I know it's funnier to us because we're from Michigan. And we know how to pronounce it. But looking at it, like, once I looked at it, I'm like, that shit is spelled fucked up. Like, what the fuck? How you say that? Like, I know how to say it. But I'm saying, like, if I was reading it, and I was uh, somebody from a different state, I'm like, where, nigga? As a professional, 
Yeah, you probably should ask somebody. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. proofread shit like that. You can't just throw shit. Oh, yeah. This is where we going. The fuck is going on? <clears throat> so, we are going to dive into music, movies, and Hold television. up, wait a minute. Y'all thought he was finished? Sorry. Sorry. Nobody thought that. Okay. Well, obviously not, but... Just in case y'all did. Actually, you know what? At one point in time, y'all niggas did. I have for a very long time sat right here on this podcast and defended and talked about me. When everybody was counting him out, when everybody was all back to back, back to back, this your world tour or your girl tour. When y'all was doing all that gay shit. I'm sorry. No, that's not that stuff. When y'all was doing all that stupid shit, I was... <laughs> That was KC. That was not Hendrix. First of all, I'm not straight, so I think we actually reclaim all the words back. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Okay. Fuck I mean, you. but that's kind of like a mixed person saying nigga. Like we let uh, you let y'all let fucking Spanish and Mexican people say nigga. I don't let anybody do anything. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm swearing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is blackface, but yeah. So I told you how I felt about DJ Khaled. It's like nah, bro. Nigga, 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 nigga. Fat show, bad Joe, big pun, J Lo, nigga. All of them. Oh, J Lo can say nigga. Okay. <laughs> and the white girls in the porno, clearly too. Mm, nah, that's that's kind of off putting. To me. That should be weird as fuck. <laughs> Even yesterday, like my friend said this shit. Like she was saying something. She was cussing somebody out, but she said this shit with the. She was fake cussing somebody out, and she said that shit with a hard er. I said, "Oh, you mad for real?" <laughs> I said, that was the hard ER on end that motherfucker. Yeah, we do that in the group chat all the time. Call each other niggers. My favorite thing is Negro. K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W. When I want people to really fuck off. I'm <laughs> like, really, Negro? Really? Cool. But yeah. What the fuck was in my... <laughs> we were talking about one meek meal. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. It was so funny because I really did sleep through his release. Cause what was the album drop on Friday? Yes, it did. Yes, at midnight. And you know a bitch like me go to sleep about 7. <laughs> so I was asleep. I slept, actually, I went to sleep at 6 30 that day. <laughs> so I was already asleep. And I had tweeted that too. I'm like, oh my God, I slept through my baby Meeks <laughs> release. But you know, I would never sleep on you. And I meant it. First of all. Well, yeah, he's not asleep at all. Bro, that album, let's just get right the fuck into it. So, Meek did not come to play with you hoes. I mean, he's kind of having a long-ass moment. Like, it's his moment. Like, you know, like, Cardi, like, she in a moment, or she was definitely in a moment with her first album and everything. Like, this Meek has been, since he's been out, he has been doing nothing but making moves and delivering quality music. I mean, he's always living quality music. Y'all niggas was just sleep, sleep. Old Drake dick riding ass niggas. But. I mean, it was just not at the the proper time. That's all. Yeah, no. It, I mean, that's it wasn't. That's, that's all. Me personally, that's all I had to say. I'm just saying, people was really like, it was to the point where I would get in the car with people and they'd be like, I would be playing Meek. And they'd be like, we're still listening to Meek. Uh, first of all, I listen to music. I don't really give a fuck who the fuck is beefing with any fucking body. Like, y'all need to, like, this sheep ass generation, which I know we've touched on before. But I've been 
I've been championing nigga for a long ass time because I've never stopped fucking with him. Like, I was always listening to him. Even his last album was good, and that's when people didn't want to listen to it because they was so busy, Dick Ride and Drake. I remember when they, because I actually seen tweets like that. I remember when I was, uh, when they made up, he was like, oh, I'm how happy they made up. Now I can admit that I like Mika's last album or something like that. It was like, <laughs> so you really couldn't do that because you are a Drake fan? Like, I love. People are my faves, Meek, Jay, Ross, and Black. It's probably, like, my favorite artist, like, top artist for me. And I still don't give a fuck who the fuck they don't like or who like them. Like, I don't like Nicki Minaj's antics, but I still listen to her music. Like, the music just never is going to stop me. I mean, the... the outside not gonna stop me from like whatever music I listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just we've discussed that. So it is what it is. But anyways, back to this fucking masterpiece that is the championships album. Um, favorite track. Uh, favorite track. Favorite Let's track go. right now. Um, it, I'm not gonna be cliche because actually, in totality, it's not my favorite. So we don't leave that alone. Um. I think I like the intro. He's very masterful at his intros. Like all of his intros are are pretty yeah. spectacular. Um, overall, I liked a lot of the shit on the album because me being a sample junkie. Oh, they had some great flips. Like There's some great flips on there. Production wise, it was amazing to me. Great flips on that. Now, yeah, I don't really have you know. I've played that album about ten times. So yeah. Friday. So yeah, I don't have a, a really standout song. Um, I was already this. It's probably not fair because I was already on dangerous. Like that's my fucking shit. Like that song make me want to be loved. Like I want a nigga to be like, ah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like that about I'm me. I'm kind of disappointed you put that on the album. I wasn't expecting it to be on the album, but <laughs> I appreciated it. Um. Cause I like that. I mean, I skipped through it when I was listening to it. Cause like, all right, another song. Um, I like the song with LMA, um, for sure. I even like the little. I feel like he. I like leave. I even like the Drake song. It could have. I, I liked it. I I don't know. I think people were expecting something different. Why? I don't know why. Cause I feel like that that was kind of the bag. I'm not surprised. But I liked the Drake song. I was like, okay, I feel it. Like the Cardi song, for sure. Yeah, and Cardi actually went in on that verse. He might not have won. It was a couple. The Drake song, the Cardi song, and the Jay and Raw song. He probably shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, no. What? Well, Drake's little verse and hook was better than Meek's. Cardi, in my opinion, was way stronger than Meek. And then what's free, he had, of course. But the, see, I feel like on what's free, I feel like, I mean, no, they all, I think they all were in a bag like that's the thing i think we get into the business so often of comparing verses because of people on the same song that song in general is good like that song in general like what's free when before hulk because i listened to it 12 times but when i listened to the first time before jay even came on like even when i i I i replayed it every time like so like i when you know rick rick yeah ross is first and i'm like okay all right, this shit, okay, <laughs> let them know, talk your shit. Because I'm like, for me, in my opinion, I understand what Ross was saying on that verse because I do feel like he don't get the credit he deserved. No. 
he do not Rick Ross do not get the credit he deserved. And so I felt him on that track or whatever like that. I don't think those was diss bars at the end. Um, cause all he did was really address it. He just said it. It's not like he was like he ain't really throwing no shade in my opinion. I mean, he was telling what's actually. Yeah, happened. it was just like just like yeah, now I just wrote this. Um, I know because it just happened, but I didn't really feel like it was no shade being thrown or whatever. But that's just my personal opinion. But yeah, like even when I heard his verse the first time, I'm like, damn, I already talked that shit, Ross, and restarted it. Cause I'm like, he went in, restarted it. Meek verse played it, restarted it. Like I'm like, oh, these niggas going in. Like I feel like it was like. All that shit was great. Now, Jay-Z came on there on some whole nother other shit. Like, as soon as that shit started and he started talking to me, bro, I'm like, are we about to get a history lesson, nigga? This nigga about to go in. When he hit you with that talk in the beginning, I'm like, okay, we listening. See. Shit. My issue with that is it, it wasn't, I don't feel like we were ready for that. I don't feel like that was the the way to convey that message. I appreciate you know what it. I appreciate it. It seems perfect. That it song. In, it was in the right context. That beat. But just to stop and think, like what he was actually saying should have. It was more TED talk than. We don't, but that's the thing. We don't live in that time though. Either. Like this generation doesn't even consume things in that way. And I was actually, I was actually listening to a reading something that was kind of addressing that, like people are kind of like people are just like, oh, this is a great verse, and not actually listening to what the fuck he was saying. But that's what I'm saying. I got both. Like I'm, I mean, but I mean, I'm a hip hop head, and I'm a huge Jay Z fan at the end of the day. But that was a dope verse, and it was just like, cause the way he delivered that shit, he still is sh- saying, nigga, I'm, a, I'm. Damn near. What are you about to be fifty? He'll be forty nine. Yeah, he, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. December fourth. I'm, I'm I'm hip. December fourth, not tomorrow. Oh, Tuesday. My bad. Um, sorry. What day it was? <laughs> um, yeah, like he's about to be forty nine. Like he's on at almost fifty. Like I'm still at the top of my fucking craft. Like I still can go with the best of him. Like because wordplay wise, like I was even looking at some. Like I feel like we think so much, especially nowadays, and especially for this generation. We think about him being like, oh, like he's a great rapper. He has a wonderful body of work. Wait, he's wait, inc- wait, 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 no. Y'all motherfuckers think of him as Beyonce's husband. And, That's the issue. But I mean, I was getting to that. That's what I'm saying. Like we, but even when we think about him individually, it's like, I'm like, oh, like he's a businessman. He's wealthy. He's successful. He's all the same. But what we need to get back to the fact and get into the bag is that this man, first and foremost, is a motherfucking lyricist. Like the way he put shit together, y'all got me fucked up. Sign I failed. What? Please. What? What? <laughs> what is, I feel like, because um, even with the shit he was talking about, I feel like it was kind of like, so y'all heard me on 444, but y'all don't listen to what the fuck I said. So I'm like, I feel like he came in and bitch like, now nah, y'all frustrate me. Like, I'm mad now. <laughs> I told y'all what y'all supposed to be doing. And y'all don't listen. When he stopped, he was like, man, my... my Man, fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, we sorry. <laughs> we sorry. Well, that was going a different road. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, it was like the whole way he put that verse together with everything going on, even the little, you know, part he quoted, flipped the the biggie line, like it was just that was that was a that was a, a masterpiece. I appreciated that. And we sleep on him sometimes as a lyricist. A lot of people do. Yeah, because he came, um, 
I feel like that's why he has kept. I mean, I feel like that's why he's kept Drake so close to him in terms of like always having you know that little vibe around because I feel like he sees a lot of that in in him. Like, yeah. cause you know somebody who came in who was underrated, who made good songs, was more you know a little bit more lyrical and shit, and then that pop shit happened. And then he ran with the pop shit. Who was talking about? I'm talking about Jay Z. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, okay, the pop shit happened, and then he had to figure out what he had to do after that. Like Kingdom Come was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what's going on. So, you know what I'm saying? He feels like that is kind of like a mirror of him because nobody is comparable as far as um, popularity in music, I guess, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it was a comparison that I had that I didn't really um, convey as, as well as I wanted to. I mean, like I said, that's a great song. Um I'm one of those people that took the clickbait. No, actually, I didn't. I didn't even listen to that song first. I did listen to that song first. Um, but I appreciated the album. Um, I really like Trauma. That might be one of my favorite songs. Or Oodles and Noodles. I like that too. I like that too. I don't like Oodles and Noodles. I like it. I didn't like that one. I like it. Downtown Vibes is pretty, that's pretty nice. I'm like, honestly, like, it's an income in... The whole thing in, in general is a great album. Like, yeah. it's a great body of work. So, I'm all for it. I feel like if it was released in maybe, like, around Halloween, it would be considered album of the year. Mm. But because of the time, you know, you don't really have that, you know, that much time to digest it. You can't really assess the, the stand power. Yeah. But I, I mean, we'll see, I guess, long term. But like I said, it's such a meek moment right now that we'll address, I guess, see what the longevity of the album this project has. And I think it was so funny. I think you brought that up about, like, damn, like, Jay be working with everybody. He's have not gave Meek a verse. Hey, he finally got his Jay verse, and he, he might want to just not have a Jay verse, my nigga. See, I don't, I don't like to. I, I think that song in general is great. Like, I feel like all of them came to play. That's that's great. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't even do that. Like, I don't listen. Like, I don't. I don't know. I guess I just always address everything individually as it stands. Because people even do that with Renegade. I like Renegade as a song. Is Eminem? Maybe I don't know. Like, I don't usually compare verses. I think they both did good. Eminem ripped that track for sure. But I feel I don't feel like Jay half step on it either. So it's just kind of like I just like the song, but you know I'm logical. So yeah. there's that. Anyways, anything else? No. Oh, I actually did listen to uh, Takashi's album. Oh, how was it? It was decent. It wasn't bad at all. Um, a couple of the songs were all you know some of the singles that he's already put out, but it wasn't bad. It was. I just can't get jiggy with it. The only song I've ever that I have by him that I listen to is Fifi, and that's because that's the only song I ever understood what the fuck he was saying. Every other really? song he's screaming at me from his last album. I mean, I think that's kind of the appeal. Like, you know, I don't want nobody to scream at me because I don't understand what the fuck we even talking about at this point. <laughs> what? What are you talking about, young man? I mean, well, I like. Uh... I know you like the ratchet j- no, trap rap. I like 
rock and roll, so it kind of puts me in that same vein. Like, you know. They, no, 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 Yeah. I'm good. I like Linkin Park, but I understood what he was saying when he was screaming. More so uh, Rage Against the Machine. I don't care. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. I don't care. But, you know. All right, so music, I mean, movies and TVs. Fuck what about, is that all the music that came out? Uh, Trey Songz so. came out with some shit I didn't listen to. I heard I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard Tory Lanez album was good. I know that came out a while ago, but I'm to, I just added it to my phone because I heard some people said it was decent. Yeah, Tory Lanez always had good albums and well mixtapes more so than albums. But What's yeah. your uh, feeling about the Joiner Tory exchange? Um, rappers shouldn't rap against hit makers. If we've learned anything about beef. In the last couple of years, rappers should just rap. Don't who's, get involved. Who's the in rapper and who's the hitmaker? Jordan Lucas is the rapper okay. and Tory Lanez is the hitmaker. So, yeah, you can rap. As, Circles you know. around on the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I know that Jordan is nice, though, for sure. But see, that's um, being nice and putting out a song. Of it's you being nice yeah. as opposed to somebody that is nice at putting out songs that can actually, you know, be nice rapping as well. Like, yeah, he's always going. Mm. Always. I feel you. Um, but he called out Pusher. I think he needs to relax. Like Pusher's not going to address that. Song. You have to understand that beef songs are, you know. I mean, yeah, that's the same reason you, why people think that MGK won that battle with Eminem. Right, you put out a better actual song. Like, I don't care that you... I'm not a fan of the beef song, so I actually listen to shit as they stand. But then again, I don't really care about rap battle anyway, though. Like, nah, I'm still going to listen to who the rap. fuck I want to listen to. The fact like, that people these are actually still little... watching rap battles is crazy to me. Oh, no, I don't mind that as much. I'm saying, like, the artist beefing. Like, because that's something like, is we in this time and generation where it's like, oh, you got to like one or the other. Where it's literally like, Car- you got to like Cardi or you got to like Nicki or you got to like Drake or you got to like Meek or you got to like MGK or you got to like Eminem or you got to like no. this person or Bad Bunny or Iggy or whatever. They was fighting or some shit or whatever happened. <sighs> I don't deal. I don't deal with that shit. I listen to music, and that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Did you listen to the Eminem freestyle? Uh, I don't have eleven minutes. <laughs> I don't. I'm actually tired of him freestyling at me. I'm actually done. I don't know what Marshall's issue is, but that shit is not working in 2018. Nobody cares. I don't care, and I love Eminem. I do. <laughs> I don't care. Gives a fuck. I will still listen to Encore and fucking. The, whatever, the first, Eminem show was a we went with Kim and kill you whatever still listen to all of that shit I don't want to hear no freestyle and I'm not I don't have 11 minutes I don't have 11 minutes to do anything well I don't have 11 minutes to do that so it's not happening but congratulations we know you can rap stop trying to prove it to us cool <laughs> cool we're done cool yeah. well, yeah, I'm um, finished I don't see no movies. I don't go to the movies because a lot of that shit is not. Oh, I seen. Wait, I did I already see that. Yeah, I already talked about. It. That was last week. I talked about seeing that Tiffany Haddish movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still don't like it. 
Um, <laughs> still ain't seen Creed, but somebody told me the whole premise, so I'm assuming it was a good congratulations. I mean, it's just a rocky spinoff, so. And uh, I'm trying to think what TV I've been watching. Nothing, really. I've been watching uh, Law and Order all day, so <laughs> that's really all I got. I'm like, I don't even want to watch nothing I got to be invested in. I'm going to turn on Law and Order. I would have chose Criminal Minds if that was on. Because Law and Order, now I realize after watching it, it's not happy. Like, Criminal Minds, like, they usually solve most of their cases. And if they don't solve it, that episode, it'll solve it in, like, two or three. But but they're going to keep showing you. That shit on Law and Order, ain't nothing happy about that shit. Like, this, like the killer just get off and that shit go off. Like, um, what? <laughs> Like, I don't feel good after watching that shit. I know, I know, life's not fair. I don't care. I want happy endings. Sorry. No, I've been watching Arrow lately. I'm trying to get back into that. Yeah, I need to catch up on Arrow. I need to finish up Rep Riverdale. I need to... It's something else I need to finish up. I haven't watched Riverdale this season. Oh, I'm still on season two. Mm. I'm still on season two. I didn't finish Black Lightning. How was that? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's good? No. Nah. Oh, okay. To me, it's but, I mean, not, the, the but... show was already... I mean, I liked it. I watched last season, but the show in general was already made, I feel like, to be corny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it gives me Luke Cage vibes. And I Luke Cage is corny. I wasn't rolling with Luke Cage. So. They canceled Luke Cage, Um, Everything that uh was on, you know, the Marvel Disney shit. So, yeah. Disney's about to open up their own shit. That's where you'll be able to find on it. So it's not a cancellation. It's just like a Netflix Marvel shit will now be a Disney Marvel shit. Oh, no thanks. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Music, movies. I think that's... Yeah, I don't have shows. (laughs) So. What's going on? Six Sad World. All right, so this week, um, first off... I'm gonna say rest in peace to George Herbert Walker Bush, who died on um, Friday night at the age of 94. Um, we now have five living U.S. presidents left, and when I heard that, it kind of, it kind of threw me for a loop. Like, I didn't realize that all the niggas did. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta be kind of old to be president anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. So we have, uh, I think it's Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter, um, Bill Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama, and Fuckface. Who's Fuckface? Donald Trump. Oh, we counting him? Yeah. Oh. He's 11 president. Unfortunately. <laughs> Casey said that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Take me to jail. <laughs> Lock me up. Nice. Uh, I forgot the rest of them. Whatever. <laughs> so that is first off. We don't really have that much sadness. That's good, nigga. Yeah, we, we actually got lucky. Real lucky this week. Anything positive happening? <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, HBO is dropping a tra- uh dropping a Sandra Bland documentary. That's what's up. On tomorrow, um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's I saw the trailer. It's kind of, it's gonna be a one of them tearjerker ones. They're using um a lot of her actual footage 
this you know her video blogs about you know racism and pr- police brutality like beforehand so that might be a little sad to see but I'm glad that she's getting, you know, still getting some recognition because yeah. we tend to forget about a lot of the people who have fell victim to police brutality. You know, you kind of get desensitized after a while. Yeah, so for sure. That makes it a little bit better. A funny story. Okay, let's hear it. So, Payless. Oh, I heard about that. Decided that they were going to do a case study on all of you high ass niggas out there so um they set up a pop-up shop in santa monica and they changed the name from payless to palasi um (laughs) and they started charging y'all between 200 and 600 dollars for payless shoes now if you think about that like how stupid are we as a society where we would actually pay $600 for some shit that looks like it could possibly, like, be at Payless. Like, you have to know. Like, is it, like, is fashion that far gone that, you know, bummy shit, no matter how, you know, how it looks, it's just like, oh, yeah, that look. Oh, what's the ticket on that? 350 All right, bet. I won't, you know, give me two pair of them. Like, bro, this is $35 shoes, bro. What are you doing? Like, are we that in outside of the loop? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but that just show you that people just buy shit because it costs a lot of money and not because of anything else. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the dumb part. Like, people can, just want to be on whatever. Like, you feel like you got something. Like, dude, you can look at this shit until it's not like some. No, I would not spend four hundred dollars. It's very few things I would spend $400 on, but that, like, a pair of shoes that looks like it could possibly be from Payless? No. Not at all. I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm good on that. People are just extra. I still buy shoes from Payless. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm not saying that Payless shoes are, like, trash or nothing like that, but you can tell that in Payless shoes. We all been in middle school. You know, you got the bowl shoes sometimes. Like, oh, you know. I mean, I feel like the gym shoes you could tell, but the regular shoes look like regular fucking shoes. Yeah. I have some regular ass, like, um, con- con- like combat heel boots. The bitch is cute. We'll be like, oh, where you get them from? Nigga, Payless. <laughs> Palazzi. Right, Palazzi. <laughs> Um, the other story that we have is, uh, Ava DuVernay inked a hundred million dollar deal with Warner Brothers, which is crazy. So shout out to her, you know, she's been doing a lot of work low key, you know, producing, producing and directing a lot of projects and for her to finally get, you know, the quote unquote bag. To create more content that is great for black people, women, and black women especially. So, congratulations to her. And unless Casey has something. I don't. Oh, shout out to Michelle Obama book. I know this shit is doing amazing. Number one best-selling book. It's only been out for, like, what, three weeks? Yeah, and it said it's, like, on the verge of becoming, like, the best-selling, like, book in, like, 2018 or some shit. Yeah. So, definitely good. Shout out to her. That's dope as hell. 
have a lot of, you know, black women doing very successful out here. You said what? I said we have a lot of black women doing very successful out here. Hopefully that's, um, you know, some of that can be used as a influence because... Y'all listen to motherfuckers say it's supplanting and shit. Y'all, y'all want to be like them. That's not. That's not really good. We need to get more people like. Uh, well, no. Do what you want to do with your life. Wait, are they really dating? Maybe I'm just being. Is who really dating? Erica Bennett and Saf- uh, Safari. Yes, they are dating. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're spotted at a Knicks game in matching fur coats. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it is love and hip hop season, so. All right, so yeah. they're not really dating. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to say how these people are always in relationships, and I'm just never mind. Don't think too hard. How <laughs> many like, <laughs> like, niggas is always in relationships? How is this happening? Like, think about it too hard. I'm dead. I don't make time for this. Oh, did you? Uh, what did you think about uh, India Love rapping? Did you hear it? Look. Okay. <laughs> I was just asking. I had this conversation with a good friend of mine <clears throat> because um I asked him, I'm like, why are all your Instagram crushes like why do they all start rapping afterwards? Because he had a uh you know, he was, <laughs> he was feeling the little Lola uh Lola Love chick and then uh Lorraine. Lorraine's rapping and shit now. It's like I understand it's a very good avenue, like, you know, develop popularity and then actually, you know, do music and shit. But if you can do music, that's a good route to go. We don't need the music market to be flooded with more of the same shit. You motherfuckers are not saying anything differently. It's the same shit. Stop it. Please. Please stop it. I'm not knocking nobody hustle. Trust and believe me. I'm just playing. Definitely not hating because if you can do it and do it successfully, by all means, go ahead. Just don't make me listen to it. You know, you see the little, you know, twerk videos and shit. You twerking to your song. I was like, yeah, that's trash. Nigga. I'm skipping it. Bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you seem hella pressed. Look, listen to my shit when my shit come out. What man. is your um, thoughts on the whole um, Travis Scott, Tommy Lee thing? Everybody's stolen from everybody. Nothing is fucking original. Get over it. Mm, okay. If that's the case, Drake could sue for, you know, infringement as well. Like, yeah, I did a tour this year that had a, you know, amusement element to it. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, but he really mad. He mad, mad. Man, whatever. You get over. So awesome. we don't care. <laughs> like, we, we really don't care, bro. Like Motley Crue was like late eighties, early nineties, and no mid eighties to uh, late eighties. It's okay, bro. It's cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it. If you don't have anything else to add, do um, we have emails? No, we have no fucking emails. So. If you want to email us, you can do so by hitting us up at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. Send any questions, comments, concerns you may have Insta show, and we'll answer them aloud, or, you know, just respond back to you. And that's the number two. I forgot that part. Jesus. Usually it just rolls off my tongue, but today I guess not so much. I think I'm still drunk, to be completely fucking honest with you guys. Your buddy uh, said he's sending in a lengthy uh, 
letter, listener letter to us. Who? Your buddy. Why? What I do? No, no, no. What you did? I ain't do shit. I and everything I said about the thought names, I meant. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> Mind of a millennial. All right, so what's your question for me this week? Or do you have a question? You never really have questions for me. I, I don't like you. I provide, like, thought-provoking questions, and you just kind of ask. Uh, I have one. Okay. Okay, so, Hendrix, fuckface. If you had to delete... All of your apps on your phone besides three. Which three would you keep? Um, let's see. I would keep uh, my YouTube app. I would keep my fantasy app. And I would keep Insta. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say Twitter, but Twitter can get annoying sometimes. Like, For sure. I mean, on Instagram, at least you always have something to do. Yeah. Troll people. Uh, maybe that's just me. Yeah. All right. What question do you have for me, sir? All right. So this was brought up to my attention. So should people who are in the premium Snapchat, Cam Soda, or OnlyFans business have to pay taxes on the revenue that they make for their content? Or should it just be, you know what? It's a business. You guys are paying me. Like, it's not really a business, but y'all paying, and it's going in my pocket, you know, on my cash app. I shouldn't have to pay for that shit. I mean, I don't know. As a working woman, don't you think that's kind of fucked up? I feel like, technically, shit, I gotta pay taxes. <laughs> we all gotta pay taxes. Nothing in life is free. No, but if you're doing something like that, and you just have people cash up you money... You don't have to pay taxes on that. Because it's like, what, a donation? Yeah. Well, technically, actually, I think it is somewhere in your taxes where you got to claim. I don't know. Anyways, I think it's technically still a good, like, goods and services. Like, so I feel like you should probably. It's like selling anything else. The bitches that's selling bundles got to. <laughs> you selling pussy. They selling bundles. You got to pay, big fella. Just like anything else. Look, if I got to pay taxes, everybody got to pay That's what I said. I don't give a fuck what you do. You can sell candy on the corner. Until you get rich enough to find all these tax breaks, you got to pay them. Taxes is a poor people thing. Only we pay taxes. Yeah. Or people not paying taxes. Jay said it himself. (laughs) So, let y'all know it's just us out here. Yeah. Broke as fuck. Yeah. NGM apparently. So <laughs> that's about it. All right. You're <laughs> 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 so irritating. All righty, it's that time. What, what time is it? It's time to argue. Mm. Well, kinda. I don't even really. Uh, you have the premise for this week, so I'm gonna let you go right ahead and do that because first of all, I'm still very drunk. I'm I'm assuming or hungover at least. All right. So in I'll honor, let you, I'll let you lead. In <laughs> honor of this meek meal moment that we are experiencing. Is it a meek meal moment? Oh yes, that I said that. I That's mean, a... you said that. So, uh, I didn't say that. Shut up. So we are giving credence to one of his most popular songs, "Dreams and Nightmares." And the spin that we're taking is, you know, we're in our late twenties, so speak for yourself. 
you are in your late 20s, man. I'm 21. Yeah, okay. 21, 21, 21. Sorry. Anyways, so <laughs> as far as adulthood, like, we're now at the age where, you know, a lot of things didn't, may or may not have materialized the way that we thought they would. May not, man. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about adulting as far as, you know, your dreams at 18, 19, when you were young and spry, and didn't know what the fuck the world was about, as opposed to now, that you're old and seasoned and weather-beaten. What? <laughs> so. This nigga be reading at the source when he be at home. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, what? So, uh. <laughs> I'm trying to explain the topic. So, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Casey. What's good, bro? 16-year-old Casey, hmm. as opposed to 21 plus 7 Casey. Like, what is wow, the difference? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> What's the difference? Like, what did you think you were going to be at the age that you are now? And how do you feel that you're not? <laughs> it's just fucked up as it is uh, most of us have not been blessed with the ability to be what we wanted to be when we were children some of us have been blessed you know it's a lot of roadblocks a lot of ups and downs and stuff like that so what was what was your early thoughts and where has your journey led you to Okay, so I definitely was one of those who would have thought I had it all figured out when I was younger so like you still do no, I don't. The the funny thing about it is that no matter where you are in your life, it always seems like the worst possible place to be in. I'm convinced. So I was like definitely probably just as morbid as I was then, but I had hope for the future. Now I'm still as morbid, but it's not. I'm There's I'm no the, I'm living future. that future, so I, it's no hope in this motherfucker. Like I kind of was like. Like, at, when I was young, 16, 17, 18, it's like, okay, life's bad now, but it's, it's going to get better. Like, I'm going to be able to live out all my dreams and aspirations and goals and be this successful person and be this, this, that, and the third. And so I was always under the assumption that things would improve. Um, the Me being now weather-beaten... <clears throat> <laughs> I know that nigga don't use my the re- <laughs> the reality is that it don't get no better. Um, but it could impossibly good. You still have a long life to live. And do I? It depends because I feel like I'm dying right now. I just need this alcohol well, to get that, out. That was just you know part of your journey. The poor life decisions on your journey, bro. I've been making these for a minute. But um, <laughs> to be more specific, when I was younger, I definitely was like. Um, School was not a choice um, for me. It was never point painted as a choice for me. So I kind of had the idea that, because um, it's almost like, well, let me, I'm a backtrack. I kind of had the idea of like what I wanted to. So I knew that, I knew I wanted to be a psychologist. I knew that working in psychology, I needed a upper level degree. Um, and that was one of the things that people always said to me and I thought it was, Hey, I mean, I was kind of a victim of circumstance too, but I'll just say without, without all the sad shit. Um, 
I was a victim of circumstances, but I'm like, oh, everybody was like, okay, well, if you're doing psychology, you know, you got to do this, this, and third, so that's not a good idea. So when I went to college, originally, I started off as an accounting major until I took my first accounting class, and that slapped the dog shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I can't balance this, this fucking shit to save my life. Can't do it. Can't fucking do it. And so that killed that dream. Because, like, my goal... I was. I just had a really weird. I was. <laughs> you're so am, ambitious when you're young. Stupid. So yeah, stupid. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be an accountant major, and it's like this shit don't even go together. Even saying it now, I feel ridiculous. I was like, I'm gonna be an accountant major, and I'm going to do psychology as a minor. Right. Because I really wanted to be a psychologist, but I knew that with an accounting degree, all I had to do was take the test and I could be a CPA. So I would be able to work while I was in grad school. That was my goal. That was my idea. Right. Until I took accounting. So then psychology became my major. And so I knew that I still was going to have to work while I was in grad school. And so I just like, oh, you know, I'll be a TA and um, work in like a human resource department or whatever because they hire people with psychology degrees but I didn't also didn't have any experience so you kind of go into college I just want them to make sure I tell my children if I ever have any when they're going to school to make sure they're getting some kind of experience because you come out of college I know I was very hell bent on graduating on time and so I was in and out four years right. and I was not, I did some internships, but they weren't directly, it wasn't five and 10 fucking years of experience. Like these jobs want you to have. It's like, I'm 21. How the fuck am I going to have five to 10 years of experience in this field? Realistically speaking. I feel like that at 29. I'm just saying. But at that time, I I was 21, I graduated. How? Sway. So it was just kind of like... I just kind of came off fucked up. Then I took the GRE, didn't even get into grad school. So I had to reshift and repurpose my life. Now, even with the other side of my life, even with my personal life, like I thought I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet my, like when I was younger, I'm like, oh, I'll meet my future husband in college. We'll get married after we graduate and, you know, have these kids and I'll be done with kids by 28. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things, like. That was how I saw my life going. Grad school, get my master's working as an sci- uh, industrial psychologist for a corporation. Then while I'm working, get my doctorate because I eventually wanted to be a professor. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, obviously, none of that happened. <laughs> You're never too old to go to school, but right now what I'm focusing on, because at first I was trying to go back. Um, but what I feel like and what I found myself doing is chasing a check. And what I mean by chasing a check is that it was not necessarily my passion to do engineering or anything like that. Even with psychology, I wanted to be a psychologist when I was younger, but I liked clinical psychology, but the most well paid branch of psychology was industrial organizational psychology, which is why I went into that. And so it was like, I already was kind of chasing a check. I always been very money motivated, obviously. And so, um, which is not good, sorry. Um, is it not good? It's not good because you don't have as much, I mean, you can't be passionate about money. But I'm saying, like, if you're doing something and you're not passionate about it, you're not going to go about it with the same wherewithal. You know, 
I'm going to get oh. my thesaurus out. <clears throat> As you would if it was something that you really care about. So I really wanted to do clinical psychology. That's what I was passionate about, reading people and all of the type of shit like that and helping people. Yeah. <clears throat> but I went into IO psych, which is business psych, which has really nothing to do with that. Um, So that took place anyway, but that had nothing to do with me not going to grad school and everything like that. So even when I got my job and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go into, I'm going to do engineer. It was just me trying to find something that I can do that I'll be financially stable and able to take care of myself and not something that I really passionate about. Am I passionate about fucking engineering? No, but I'm like, I know engineers make good money. So it's like, now I'm in a position where I am, I do care about being financially stable, but it's just more about, the reality of money management. I care more about getting out of the debt I have now and like paying off my student loans and taking care of all my business than I do about chasing shit for the sake of chasing it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not against university or anything like that. I mean, personally, could have saved it <laughs> as far as like debt goes because I don't want to be one of the people paying off my debt for a very long time. I know my best friend told you give me this book by Dave Ramsey and so I'm, just, I'm gonna use very good with that, so. yeah I'm gonna use that and try to get out of all my debt. I don't I well, I have a good amount. Most of it I mean most of it is student loans. Like I have like seventy five grand in debt. Most of it's student loans. Fifty of that is student loans. Those are two or cars so. Most of them is just cars. <laughs> so, most of it is just the one. So, yeah. Um, I guess the, the difference was that the reality that everything's is not going to go how you plan. Like, if you have an idea in your head, usually it's the complete opposite. And I don't know if it's just... I don't know why that is. Because, I mean, some people really do have their lives planned out and things go exactly how they wanted them to. Right. But, I mean... I don't blame where I am on all of the shit that went wrong. Like I said, I had a really rough year. My mom passed away when I was my senior year in college and everything like that. So that shit did destroy me in a way. Like not passing GRE, not getting into grad school. My kind of like watched my life unravel. But I definitely had to put it back together and see like, okay, where, what, what, who am I now? I had to repurpose my life. Okay, so when you say destroy, would would you say it was more so like a hopelessness destroy or a scared destroy like i don't know what i'm doing or it was kind of a, it was kind fan. of both because i found myself when i graduated from college it was like i didn't get time to be happy or or feel accomplished and the reason i said that is because i came out of college and for the first six months i didn't get my job until january and I graduated in May. So however long that was. Well, that's like six months. Six, 12 months. Six, six, eight months. So that first, so then I was just had an extremely hopeless feeling because I felt like what was, it was guilt. I felt like I wasted my dad's money and his time because I came out of school. I did not find a job until eight months later. I, um... Failed the GRE, so I didn't get in grad school. So for someone that's been in school their whole life, their whole life at that up until that point, 
I didn't really know who I was without it. Right. Because I wasn't doing anything. I was always just in the house. Eventually, I got some like, job at like fucking gas station because I just needed to do something. But yeah, like I was just in the house and not doing nothing. I don't even think I got. I didn't get gas the job. I got the gas station. I didn't even get that until like November. So I still I wouldn't. I wasn't working there very long. But that's something. It's hopeless, and it's like kind of just reevaluating your life or whatever like that. Now I will say as I go into all the because I, I watch. I mean read and listen to a lot of self help books. And that's the thing that kind of fucked up my subconsciously that I expect myself to fail. Is that what made me? I guess I'm not technically a failure. But I'm saying, is that why I didn't accomplish the things that I would? Because I, and deep inside, I thought I wouldn't. But that's that self-help shit. And you I mean, go down a rabbit hole thinking like that. I'll speak reality. more about that in my, my adulthood story. But the transition has been, like, I definitely have made the best of, out of my situation. So right. eventually I did get a job. I did manage to become gainfully employed. I did establish credit. I did now still fucking have, still not married to no fucking kids. That shit's just dead. But <laughs> as far as me, from, adult, from somebody else's eyes, but that goes both ways. In somebody else's eyes, I'm winning. Somebody else, I'm losing. It really just depends on the person. What I feel comfortable, you know, what I be happier if my life went as I planned, I don't know. Who's to say? Yeah. I can't say that. Um So how are you today in that sense? You know, even though you didn't get all those dreams and shit, like what is what is today? I, I do feel like I'm still the same person I would have been then. So I feel like I'm still as I still probably would have been just as anal about my finances and just as um hard on myself. I think I still in some way would have felt as if I failed. Because even sometimes now, like, I'm not a hater, but even sometimes when I see people that, like, I went to school with, or, like, high school or college or, like, super accomplished or they did, they did go to grad school and they did get their master's, their doctorate, and I'm like, damn, like, I was supposed to be on, I was supposed to, that's, that's what I was supposed to be doing, and I didn't do it. Um, So sometimes I do beat myself about like that, but... Outside of all of that, I'm still um, <laughs> I'm still trying to make the best of what I, my situation. Like this is the hand I was dealt, and I'm making the best of it. I don't think I'm missing out on anything for the most part, work wise, adulting wise. Right. Um, I do wish that more people focused on financial literacy. I do wish that it was talked about more i think that we focus especially when we're young even our parents and that like people focus so much on like oh okay you're gonna you're gonna grow up and you're gonna do this and do that and go to school and do that and be successful and then you know have your own life but i feel like we talk about that and we don't get into the details of what that actually means and i feel like that's maybe more of a conversation that we should be having with our children about what that actually means like what it means to have you know savings accounts and checking accounts yeah. and paying your bills and having a retirement plan and financial literacy and budgeting and all of that stuff. Like we don't talk about that in the same way that we should. I feel like to the extent in yeah. which we should. Definitely. So that's kind of like my adulting, I guess thing is like the path to being 
comfortable. Because that's my biggest thing is being comfortable and feeling good and where I'm at financially. I f- that's one thing I've clean. I've kind of, I don't know, clung, flewed out, flown out, clung on. Kind of like held on to <laughs> his finances because I feel like I don't have control over anything else, but I have control over my finances. And so that's what I focus on. I kind of just, I put energy into stuff that I can get a return of my investment of that energy. Like yeah. if I put energy into my finances, that I'm gonna get a return investment because I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna reap the benefits of that. So I kind of to try not to. I'm in a place as an adult where I try not to put stock and stuff that I can't control. It's a good place to be in. So what's what is your um, adulting uh, story? I mean, how far do you want to go back? Um, however, I mean, as much time as we have, because I'm hungry. Oh, you should have shut up, man. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. My adulting story, uh, I was, I wouldn't say I was troubled, because I wasn't troubled. I just did a lot of rebellious shit. So, you know, I had decent grades and shit. Senior year, got into it with some, you know, got into it with some teachers and shit, which caused me to not walk across the stage I graduated didn't walk across the stage didn't go to pick up my diploma didn't go get my cap and gown like I just said fuck all that shit I was kind of done with everything I actually had a um, a scholarship offer to Ball State didn't take that um, I wanted to be a physical therapist growing up well I guess you know in that college transition or whatever, I wanted to be a physical therapist. My my goal was to be a physical therapist on like an NBA team, so that could kind of give me the balance of loving basketball and you know being a physical therapist. You know, so after all that senior year stuff happened, um, yeah, I started working immediately and. I was one of those, okay, I'm going to take a break because I hated school. So I said, you know, I'm going to take a break and I, you know, I hit it off next year. I'll go back next year. So I signed up for some classes, didn't go. (laughs) By that time, you know, I saw the the computer wave heating up again. So, you know, I've always been big into computers. So I want to be in the computer technology industry and, um, yeah. You know, it didn't, school just wasn't for me in my mind, you know, and especially like a year after high school, that's when you kind of get the horror stories from like your fellow classmates or whatever. So by that time, you know, a lot of people didn't dropped out of college and shit and they, you know, they doing the same thing you're doing basically. And it kind of got discouraging. Like it was like okay so if i do this like what's you know what's the benefit to me cuz by me being in a work field you know i was looking at other jobs and shit i was looking at jobs in the industry that i was trying to enter and it's like okay so even if i do go to school whether i need you know whether i go for associates or a bachelors i'm still going to have to figure out a way to get like casey was saying that experience 
85 years of experience. Right. So, like, you know, you want an associate's or a bachelor's and four years of experience. Like, a lot of shit is not feasible. I didn't know back then that it was really about who you knew and, you know, the leverage that you could kind of gain for yourself. I didn't know that then. Um, so, yeah, it was just mainly work. Um, I went through a... <laughs> I wouldn't say a lot, but I went through a couple of relationships that were kind of all different that I all learned a little bit more about myself in. And I was able to be a little bit more honest with myself. It's like, if I'm not passionate about it, it's not going to turn out well. Like if I'm the smart, you know, I'm, I consider myself very intelligent, but if I don't have, if I don't have that passion to go with the intelligence is like a, a lukewarm effort. So most things in general. So, yeah, I mean, my first job, I worked at that, um, uh, worked at that job for like seven years. Pay was all right. Um, but it was more so about the connections that I was making, um, I work with a lot of federal employees and stuff like that. So, you know, they kind of, I don't want to say they taught me, but, you know, for like Christmas or something, you get like a book or something like that. Or if they, you know, if I saw them on lunchtime, we would talk during lunch and shit, and they would, you know, just give me a little insight about what's going on in the world. I actually thought about doing something of that nature, um, like a Border Patrol cop or some shit like that. But oh yeah, you can still do that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Why not? I'm good. But uh, yeah, I mean, my my adulthood, I thought that I would be like working things that were actually enjoyable. But I felt like you know because of my situation, you know, having to actually be put thrown out into the work field that I understood like. Oh, I'm just going to be working. Like, unless something pop off or I can kind of manufacture a way to develop something on my own, I'm going to be working. So, at that point, it comes to figuring out what you want to gain experience in. Riddle me this. Yes. Passion. is What's more important, passion or profit, I guess? <laughs> I don't even say that kid man. But I'm saying, like, what's more important, like, in the general sense, not even specifically to you, but in the general sense, do you think it's better to do something that you love or to make money and be just financially stable? Because I'm like, I don't know if I'll, I don't know what job outside of hopefully eventually making money off content creation because that's what I enjoy. I don't know what job outside of that that I'm going to go to every day and be happy and wake up and be in a good mood and, like, yes, I can't wait to go to work. Like, is are we all chasing that feeling? Or are we chasing money? I feel like... And is it even possible to have both? Well, if you're Beyonce. I mean, some people are lucky enough to have both, but I feel like you have to individually prioritize what you want to do. Like, do you want your, you know, your family or just you yourself to be able to have everything that you want? You know, do you want to live, not even lavishly, but do you want to live comfortably? Because if you live, if you want to live comfortably, you have to, you know, you have to go after the profit. Right. Because passion don't make money. 
I'm sorry. Most of the time. <laughs> Unless sorry. you, you know, one of them people, like, and the people, the entertainers, like, oh, I always wanted to be a singer, and you turn out to be fucking Beyonce. Or, or or the person that was, like, grew up, like, oh, I want to be a doctor, and they became a doctor. Like, I guess that's fulfilling. Yeah, I mean, because even if you, you know, like I said, if I was to go, if I had went to school to be a physical therapist and graduated and went through my internship, there was no guarantee that I was going to get to the place that I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? That in itself was a dream. Like, I could have put the work in, but that doesn't mean that the dream will materialize. You just hope that the dream changes based on your surroundings. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who still have those same, you know, 18-year-old dreams, and they're not able to really comprehend what's going on in life like it's only so long that you can chase certain things before you have to chase something else it's even like a thing where it's like not even feeling accomplished because i know i was having a conversation with my dad not too long ago and i was just talking about like where i was in my life and i was like i don't really even feel like like I'm not, I don't, I'm not really, I don't really talk about going to school or the fact that I went to school or the fact that I graduated most of the time because it's just kind of like I didn't go to grad school. I'm not exactly working in my field, so it's like it don't seem like necessary to mention it because I don't really feel accomplished. Yeah. Like at the time I did when I first graduated, I was like oh, like oh, because everybody was like oh my god, you graduated, you went graduated in four years because it's very common for people to do five or six years. Yeah. It's like you graduated in four years, like you got a degree, like that's crazy. And it's like at first I did feel like I accomplished something. Going being in and out and taking care of my business and going in there and doing what the fuck I had to do because I graduated with a pretty decent GPA too. Um but I still didn't like now I don't even mention it. Like I don't really feel any kind of way about it because I was like damn did I waste my time like I wouldn't have like now I think about it almost in a negative like I wouldn't have this debt I didn't feel like I wasted my dad's money like stuff like that and so it's like yeah, that feeling is hard to escape sometimes I mean yeah I mean because I feel the same and in my point you know from my perspective I feel like I wasted a lot of time trying to get myself to a place that is that wasn't really reachable. Like, yeah, working hard and, you know, making sure you, you know, own tasks and shit like that and saving money and shit like that. Like, all that shit can end in an instant. So, yeah, you you really have to prioritize what it actually means to you. Like, what does, what does a dream fulfilled mean to you? Like, you know, it could be having a family or having, you know, a husband and kids or something like that, or, you know, that sense of accomplishment to make your parents proud, you know, because even no matter what you feel like, that doesn't mean that other people yeah. feel Yeah, see, because all of that stuff was important to me. Like, I definitely felt like, I feel like even if I was this, even if I was this very wealthy, wherever the fuck, I would still feel like, damn... It would be nice to have someone to share my life with. I feel like that sometimes now, though. I mean, you are kind of wealthy. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I feel like that sometimes, too. But I'm growing out of that now. Because, well, no, I still feel like that, but I'm out of... I'm gr- I've grown... I've officially grown out of the ability to look for that shit. And what I mean is that I'm definitely at the point now where I'm done with the little... 
I got a boo or just like I just feel like I'm too old for that shit. Like I'm good. And in that instance, that goes to like everybody being different. You know, everybody's journey is different. So everybody's journey is different, and with everybody, everybody expectations is different. Cause this is the thing. I realize why I differ from most people in that regard of like how I feel about relationships. To somebody else, it might sound like codependency, but it's not. The reason I say that is because I am completely fine being by myself. The reason I say that is because I will always choose me over anybody else. So if I'm in this, I would rather, I could be with anybody, you know what I'm saying? But if it's not going to make me happy or be a mutually beneficial experience and relationship, then there's no point in doing it, which is why I'm single. I'm not desperate to be in a relationship. I want to, I want to be in a healthy relationship. It's very different. The reason I said, and but I think the reason why my it always gets relationships with me, whatever reason. But anyway, the reason I feel like um, I'm different or I differ with from other people on the matter is because there's so many people that are like, oh, you know, like. I don't like I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. That's your truth. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a lot of women that's like that. Cool. But what they also kind of also seem to include most of the time is like, oh, you know, I'm still having sex. I still this. I still that. That's where we differ. I don't want to have meaningless sex. That's not my desire. It's not fulfilling to me. Because most of the time, like, we keep it in the bug, nigga. It's not going to make you come anyway. So. The sex is really just the experience anyway, realistically. And then, so I was like, I don't want to be fucked. I don't want to be, oh, hey, come over. Oh, fuck me, leave me. Like, no, I want to be able to lay up. I want to be like, oh, I'm about to buy these concert tickets, and I know I automatically got somebody to go with. (laughs) I want to be, like, a balanced relationship. I don't want you to be like, oh, okay, I'm about to go, or... Oh, this person, that person, like that. That's not comfortable for me. And most people, even when they're like, "Oh, I'm cool if I never am in a relationship again," to me, that's like, okay, I'm comfortable never having sex again, and I'm not. I love my vibrators, but I need to be hugged and kissed. Jesus Christ! Unless they make some new shit hmm. soon, <laughs> then I'm okay with it. But right now, <laughs> that's what I've checked out of. Now, like, I'm just like, I'm good. I'm not even, mm-mm. I'm good. So work and sleep is my motivation right now. Money and sleeping. Okay. Is my but motivation. Is your, is your motivation deterring you from your happiness? Because in order to make money, you have to do something. But when you're doing something, you can um, experience people to be able to find that happiness someday. But this goes back to almost the episode we had last week. We had an ep- last week's episode. Am I looking for love or am I letting it find me? What you doing? Huh? I'm saying, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Because I, you hear both. Some people say you're not supposed to look for it. Some people well, say you're what do to you it. believe in? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I mean, I feel like I was actively participating. Like, I, I made the steps. Now, I like, I, this week I deleted all my day naps. I said I'm not... Fucking, I'm not talking to nobody. I'm not doing nothing. Until you come to me, correct? Until I, like, we on the same page, I'm not doing nothing. I'm, 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 I'm off it. 
I'm I'm not even accepting dates at this point right now because it's just the energy. I know what I want, so it's no. Because even before, you know, we all keep a, keep people around when you want to be too bored or you or if you're the fucky type, you want to have somebody that's gonna bust it down. But that's so it depending on where you are in your life and where I am, it's it's an empty feeling. Like if I know that I crave intimacy because I care more about intimacy outside. Then I do sex. Yeah. Like I'm more care about you, like holding me and hugging me and kissing on me, than I do about you giving me the, the trash ass pipe. Most of the time, I'm about to do nothing anyway. It's just it's something to do. It's a couple's activity. Cause niggas is bad at it generally. Got training. You can't train a nigga that ain't yours. So, with that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not looking anymore. So I guess I'm letting it find me. If that make any sense. So, with that being said, I'm like, should I? But that's the thing. Shouldn't I be able to live my regular life? Should I be able to work and sleep? I don't go nowhere, though. But work, sleep, and if it's supposed to happen, maybe it will. I don't know. I'm not chasing waterfalls. I'm sticking (laughs) to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. Mm, Shaky rivers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to kind of end this, um, yeah, the point I'm at now, um, my journey was very... Where your happiness lie, nigga? My journey was very um, eye-opening. And I'm always the one that's observ- very observant. I look at other people and what they're doing and understand that, you know, I don't necessarily know what happened on their journey to where they are. So I can, you know what I'm saying? I can't want that. You know, I can't be envious of that. And I can't necessarily be, you know, super proud about where I'm at. Because, you know, who knows what happened? They might have just lucked up in some shit. Or they might have worked their ass off for it. So I'm, can you know, I'm good with what I'm doing and the strides that I'm making. And I don't feel like, I feel like I'd be a lot more naive if the process that I potentially was going to take actually happened. Like me going to school, first off, that would, um, I feel like I would have not gotten the very useful life experiences that I've gotten, you know, because a lot of times you have to go through shit to actually understand it. Like looking at it from, you know, outside perspective, you don't really you know, you don't really get the the real grasp of the concept looking at it. But it, I will say that on in that regard, though, it is definitely, and actually now I think about it, maybe we can explore this further one day, but it definitely is a different mindset, personality, open-mindedness that I have observed from being back. Now, I will say that, even though I know most of the time, like, school is a waste of time, I really feel like it's definitely a difference. And people, you can tell, you can tell when you meet somebody that went away to school yeah. and they stayed in the city, you can almost immediately tell. It's like a certain closed mindedness or something that happens with people that they didn't go out and explore and live their own lives. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go away to school, but I got out the fuck out of the city and I expanded. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's what I'm really like thankful for i've been put in positions to experience a lot of different things 
I've also been put in positions that I've failed at. So, you know what I'm saying? When you fail a lot, it makes the successes a little bit better. But it also, in turn, makes the failures a little less worse. So, I don't have that the sky is falling feeling. I have the, okay, yeah, this is going on. Let me figure out how to get through like, you know what I'm saying? I don't panic when, when shit happens because I've been through so many similar situations that it's okay. So I think that's the thing that I'm more the most thankful about of my journey. The fact that I've actually grown to be able to handle both. Because some people can't handle success and some people cannot handle failure. A lot of people cannot handle failure. Yeah. And, I mean, know, everybody diff- everybody's definition of failure is different too. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So... It differs. But all right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for uh, Let's Argue today. If you have anything to add or any opinions on the topic, you can let us know. Sorry. <laughs> By email us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That's at number two. Send in any commentary you might have on this topic or opinions or, you know, whatever life, real life experience or the situation that happened on your path and road to adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And millennial, millennial, ooh, millennial, okay, flew it out. Um, as millennial rocking this shit out, it's a millennial. Um, so. You know what really grinds my gears? All right, Hendrix. What? <laughs> Grinding my gears. I went out and did some shopping yesterday. I understand it's Christmas time, but y'all gotta chill the fuck out. All right, Christmas time shoppers are grinding my fucking gears. Everything is crowded. People don't know how to drive. Like, it's all the same shit. Like, they have a ton of shit. You don't act, you know, you don't have to act like the one that's on the shelf is the last fucking one. Like, you can just order the shit online. Chill the fuck out. From the rest of the holiday season, all gifts will be bought online and shipped to my home. I'm not dealing with that shit at all. I'm straight. No, thank you. So, yeah, that was the main. And plus, today was hot as fuck. So, yeah, today, grinding my gears. The fact that the fact that it was hot today on a Sunday, random ass Sunday. Like, it could have been hot yesterday. It could have been hot when I wasn't dying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> could have been hot yesterday when I had shit to do. It was raining. Oh, yesterday, anger. So, what's grinding your gears? All right. So, what's grinding my gears right now, personally, right now, besides this hangover, is Bed Bath Mia. Specifically, specifically, <laughs> their shitty ass fucking customer service and communication skills. So on Black Friday, I went out and I bought a very nice bed set. Um, well, I went to go get a new bed set, and I fell in love with this UGG bed set. It was really nice and super fucking expensive, but I have a king size bed, so there's that. And so um, I bought the blanket where I had to order it because they didn't have any more in store. And I asked the guy when I got there, like, oh, you know, how long it's going to take? Like, three to five days. I'm like, cool. But, you know, lavish. That was on the 23rd. It is the second. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is my shit? I like Because they were supposed to email me and tell me if my, you know, where my shit processed to be shipped. And I never got an email. So I called today. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to see what's going on. Like, it's been, shit, what, two weeks? And, you know, my order hasn't even, like, been processed. And he's like, oh, okay, let me see. 
And he looks like, yeah, so it looks like you're on back order. And he's like, I'm going to go get more detail and see when they're restocking. And he's like, yeah, so we don't even sell that stuff anymore. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know if you want me to cancel your order. And I'm like, so am I ever going to get it? And he's like, no. Nigga, yeah, run me my $200. Like, what the <laughs> fuck you mean? Do you want me to cancel the order? What else was you going to do with it? Let's just let, just let it sit there and let my money pinned in, it, in your account? Nice little store credit, that's all. No, nah, shoddy. Mm-mm. Nice little store credit. I don't want that. I'm good. <laughs> fuck y'all. But yeah, so they just had me fucked up. That's pretty much the black ass bottom line. Fuck is this? The black ass bottom line is that bad bad for me. I had me all the way fucked up. <laughs> so, what's going on? Where can I find you at? For more of this banter, I, I feel like you've been in pretty good mood this week. Have I? I'm I'm honestly I'm a new bitch. I'm living a whole new life, and I'm just you know rocking it out with my caca personally. But anyways, uh-huh. did you say we were kind of younger? Yes, I did. Damn. You don't pay attention to me, it's okay. I don't think I was paying attention, but whatever. Sorry, it's time to get this food anyway. So, what food did you talk about? This Red Lobster. <laughs> if you want to reach me, you can do so at um, K underscore in real life. That's K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. I know I forget sometimes, but it's two L's back to back. Like, I don't shorten no words, I spell everything right. Um, And that's on Instagram. And on Twitter and on Facebook, it's Casey Kyle, K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. If I delete you, same should apply. If I don't remember Jake your request, message me and I'll add you because I just, I'm on a deleting spree right now because I don't be knowing it'd be so many ratchet ass niggas. Add me or whatever. Um, and if you want to reach the show, you can do so by hitting us up on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram at the 2 a.m. Podcast. Hendrix, how can I reach you? You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That is N O E L L Y H E N D R I X on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Alrighty. I guess that's about it, huh? Yeah. And remember, Millennials. No, nigga, that wasn't the time. Any last words, Hendrix? And remember, <laughs> Millennials. What? My humble. That's it. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace.